Hey everyone, before we start today's episode, wanted to let everyone know that if you stay tuned past the outro music, you'll hear a special surprise. Yeah, special surprise. Listening to the How Do We Get Here podcast. I'm Morris in Ann Arbor, Michigan, with Chad in Las Vegas. I'm trying to think what a surprise could be that would actually be exciting for someone to be like, "Oh, I, I wonder what it is." We got to stick around. It's it's an Easter egg, so it's always surprising. Be like, someone's gonna win a million dollars. Nope. Easter was like three days ago, so I feel like it's appropriate. Ah, yes. Did you uh, do anything for Easter? We were going to go to an Easter egg hunt, but the weather was bad and the field was in bad condition. So they canceled it. They canceled Easter. <laughs> well, Jesus, uh, Jesus doesn't get, care about the weather. No days off for Jesus. <laughs> that brings up something else, though. The Midwest this time of year has really awful weather, huh? Uh, it snowed today. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I feel like it was colder today than it was two weeks ago. I always feel this way at the beginning of the baseball season because so many games get rained out and it's always in the stupid Midwest. It's like, get your crap together, Cincinnati. <laughs> well, the the Yankees also had to postpone their home opener because of snow. The Midwest and the East. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's too early for baseball. I know. They just need to move all the baseball teams to the like southwest. It'll be fine. All the players will get uh, desert fever. They all live in Arizona already. Also, that would just mean that literally every team would be blacked out in my area. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to watch a single baseball game. You're technically, you shouldn't be in any market. You should have access to all the games, but I'm sure like, you think, right? you're blacked out from everything, which is stupid. Maybe they assume that because casinos are so close, be like, oh, the casino has it on. So maybe every baseball fans just drive to the casino to watch all the games. Mm-hmm. You think casinos are in cahoots with MLB to get everyone to go to casino betting books? Yeah, that's the that's the only reason people go to casinos is because the MLB tells them to. Well, if you can't watch any of the games, then the only way is to go to a betting area. Well, and that's how they get you. You can, you if you bet enough, they'll like change the channel for you. <laughs> but if you just want to go watch a game, you don't. You just have to watch what's on. Is that true? Well, you like you can get rent one of those like little TVs. Oh, but you can't get them to change the channel. I feel like I. I might have made that up. <laughs> Podcast facts. <laughs> um, but I swear, like, if someone bet went and bet a million dollars on the like Astros game today, they would put that on the TV. It should be on every single TV if someone does that. Right. So how did you spend your Easter? Um, I actually worked on Easter. Um, I had a switch shift with someone, so I had a close. So it was especially burdensome. It was especially sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a mop. I spent my Easter mopping. Well, who goes to a card store on a Sunday? Also, Easter Sunday. I'll tell you who goes. <laughs> nobody. Nobody goes. 
Oh, so then that's kind of relaxing. You just hang out at the store. It's like clerks. Actually, you know what it was? It was um, a ton of people from other countries came in. I sold and they bought like a ton of stuff. There was a Canadian family. Uh, there was a Brazilian, like two dudes from Brazil. But I made like three big sales and they were all people from other countries. Because they don't care about Easter. They're not God-fearing people. Isn't Brazil super God-fearing or no? Yeah, they have that giant Jesus statue. Is that Jesus? <laughs> I think so. It's Jesus or God. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, man. I gotta look it up. <laughs> yeah, so um, I mop. I On Sunday, Sunday, the closing person has to mop like the, all the floor. So it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Christ the Redeemer. So it's Jesus. Yeah, see? I was right. Yeah. So that job at Boston College Dining Hall prepared you for this? Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, man. What kind of mops did we use? I feel like I have the wrong mop for a thousand square feet of mopping. Is that even a lot? Probably not, but... A thousand square feet is like the size of an entire one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. So I think the store is like 5,000, but it's not all wood floor. It's all like, it's like half and half. There's no way you have a 5,000 square foot card store. That's not possible. Yeah, man. Come look at it. I Maybe I will. That's, a, that's like the... That's like the size of like, a, I don't know. It's not the size of a Target, but 5,000 square feet is pretty big. Yeah, I could be wrong. Ah, podcast facts. <laughs> that, that siren is going to be going off like every two minutes. <laughs> no, but to clarify that it's not really a card shop, like in the traditional sense of a card shop, it's a board game shop. Board games are fucking gigantic. They take up five times as five times the space of a card, a pack of cards. Yeah, seriously. That sounds like a fun Easter then. Yeah, it wasn't. I switched shifts with someone because I owed them. So that's what I get. I didn't even realize it was Easter. Was, was Jess pissed at you for not being at home for Easter? <laughs> I mean, we did uh, morning mass, 5 a.m. mass. No, you didn't. Did you? <laughs> I couldn't even like I couldn't even convince you of my lie. I'm not even gonna play the air horn for that. <laughs> no, it wasn't a podcast fact. It was just a blatant attempt to trick you. Yeah, it didn't work. I knew you weren't going to church. No. <clears throat> I I thought adding the five AM part would make it believable. Nope. I'd be like, no, five AM at a cre hawk. Cristo Reducto. <laughs> Is that the, the, the local mega church? Yep. No, I made that up. We ended up instead of going to the park, we took Ava to um, one of those little mall, like the little playgrounds in the mall. Mm -hmm. Have you ever have you ever walked by one of those in a mall? It's like inside, or yeah. it's an outdoor mall. No, it's an it's an inside thing. Yeah, they're 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 gross. Um, this one's not that bad. It's more mayhem. It's <laughs> yeah, more okay. like chaos and mayhem than anything else. Oh, uh, okay. Because like all there's like a, just a ton of kids and there's no there's barely any supervision. From anyone aside why, from the parents that aren't really paying attention. Why weren't those kids at church? Because they were there to take pictures with the Easter Bunny. Oh. Yeah. It's a lot of well-dressed kids behaving really badly. That's actually like a movie thing uh, that you see in movies all the time. The, the playground where the parents aren't actually paying attention. So it's real. Yeah, it, it's not just in the movies. It, it is really real because... There's so many like crappy parents at those things. That's funny. They think that the playground is going to like parent their children. Right. We feel like we're over parenting by just because by con like by comparison, because we're the only ones that will like actively watch Ava and make sure that like she's not doing anything that she shouldn't be doing. 
Do you follow her around or do you watch from a distance? We watch from a distance. But like we are the only parents that will stand up if we can't see her for more than like a few seconds just to like get a better angle because like there's weird angles and like she does sometimes try to like escape. Oh, that's what that was my next question. Does she ever do anything? (laughs) She just tries to jet. She tries to like go out the entrance or like she'll climb up onto the sides and then like because she's two years old if she like leans forward too far she'll just basically like flip right out (laughs) did you know that um prince and princess of england who are they they have a two-year-old now Uh, i did not know that yeah you should uh have play dates (laughs) with them i just read a thing that uh the kid speaks two languages so that's good people can barely speak one language you're not royalty (laughs) nope Definitely not. The only reason I know that is because there was a comment. They were reposting the comment and the comment was like, yeah, uh, most immigrant children can (laughs) speak at least two languages too, but since they're poor, (laughs) we cared. Yeah, no, Ava can barely speak English and we barely understand her. I'm sure she's younger than Yeah. So I brought up the inside playground because there was this instance of this other little girl that was like picking on Ava and she was maybe like three or she was like three or four so she was like a year or two older for some reason she was like getting in her face and Ava was just like meh whatever but then like at some point Ava went down the slide and was really slow to like get out of the way and she went down and basically like her feet like she slid right into her damn ava almost started to like cry and then melissa got up gave the girl like an evil face <laughs> he like gave her like stink eye yeah did it work I, well the other girl's mother oh, the other no. girl's mother walked by and then was like she didn't see anything or like knew what was going on but then that bigger girl like hugged ava and was like oh we're best friends and melissa just like stared at her <laughs> i was like bullshit hey. And that's the kind of crap that goes on. Dude, if you ever need someone to beat up a four-year-old child, I am your guy. This other time when it was just me and, and Ava, there was this other little kid that kept like getting real up close to her face and was like screaming at her. And I was like, what the hell's wrong with this kid? And I was sitting right next to his parents too, and they were doing nothing. And then at some point, Ava had enough. She stuck her hand up and then the kid like walked into her hand and then she just like trucked him. His, her hand was on his chest and she just kept like turning her legs forward and like walked right through him. Wow. It's like some WW stuff. Did he fall down and start crying? But he kind of fell back a little bit and then like she kept, he kept bothering her, but eventually like he, she, she swatted his face at some point because she was just like, I had enough. And I like watched oh. all of this and I'm like, I'm not stopping her. <laughs> Cause the, like the kid's parents like aren't doing anything about it and she's like on the offensive. So I'm like, go ahead. Nice. Um, well, that's good. She can take care of herself. And it's good that you're such a vigilant father that you just allow that to happen. That's cool. Well, I mean, the kid, like she tried to walk away from him a bunch of times. And then eventually uh, I saw that go down and I'm like, hmm, just going to let this go on for a few more seconds than I should. This is actually one of the, this is a great example of why I should never have children. Like I am so like, I'm angry right now for you. I'd be like, I would kick that little kid's ass. Well, this other time when we first moved here at that same playground inside the mall, there were like these older kids that were like probably like 10 or 11 who were like way bigger than all of these other kids running around. And they were like playing some stupid like King of the Mountain game on top of like this little house structure. And like they were climbing on top of it and trying to push each other off. When they pushed each other off, they would like fall backwards and there were a bunch of smaller kids running around them, like beneath them. 
And so me and Melissa, yeah, were like, cool. yeah, me and Melissa were like watching this, and we're like, oh, it's not good if they fall on some other kid. And then they kept doing it, and they were getting like more and more rough with each other. And then we were like, man, this is like really bad. Where the hell are their parents? And then eventually, this other parent stood up and was like, "Are you two friggin' kidding me? Do you see how small these other <laughs> kids are? Like, get the hell out of here! Where are your parents?" And they like just took off. And and oh, then. Wow. And then I was like, oh, man, like, we should totally, like, thank these people. And Melissa, like, went up to her and she was like, thank you. Like, we are not as, like, brave as you. <laughs> you were scared of the 10 and 11-year-olds? Well, I wasn't sure, like, what would we have said aside from, and, like, it's not them, it's the parents. Because you don't know how the parents are going to react if, like, if, uh, if yeah. someone else is disciplining their children. Yeah, I don't know how to deal with that. They were speaking French or Israeli or something, so you know how those those people get. <laughs> oh, oh, you're dropping a those people on our podcast. No, we're I have to up the rating on this. Right, this is like MA seventeen or NC seventeen. We're you're talking about little kids, but we still have to put, drop an NC seventeen on it. <laughs> But yeah, these are like the the weird things that now are part of our lives now. Um, I just went to a casino last night uh, to catch a check and there was a guy, he like put a cigarette out five feet from an ashtray and I was, I, I just commented, I was like, man, I'm almost old enough to like say something. So I'm getting to the point to be like a grumpy old person that'll just speak his mind about everything. I can't wait. It's like brim, like you're brimming over the over the top of your pot. Yeah. So if I had a kid, it would it would that pot would be destroyed. <laughs> yeah. No, it's ridiculous because every parent will like I watch. So as much as I watch Ava, I also watch how other parents react. And like most parents are like idiots and they're on their phone the entire time. But then there was right. this other parent that I was like observing or creeping on. He told <laughs> his daughter to tell this other kid to like this other kid was like probably a little bit, bit on the bigger side and he was playing with some weird wind up toy where he stood up really high and then like wound it up and the, this like thing shot out of it and like bounced up off the ground like really high hmm. i don't know what it was made out of. it looked kind of heavy but then the father told the daughter to be like hey tell that kid to stop he could hit somebody and then you could <laughs> you could tell the daughter was like uh i don't want to do that but then he like totally forced her to do it and i watched her like go up to the kid wow yeah I, I like watched her go up to the kid and be like hey you shouldn't do that it could hurt somebody and then he he like disappeared he like left and so i'm like good for you yeah i wonder what that little kid turned out to be i don't know that much confident right i mean good for him to to get his daughter to like stand up i like need these are like parenting goals yeah is that a little too much though i don't i can't um <laughs> There's, there's got to be a line somewhere where you're like, uh, maybe you should just chill out a little bit. Let the kid be a kid. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly what the toy was, but it was probably like his parents should have told him to not do that because right. he was probably like eight or nine. And there's kids that are like, I mean, as low as obviously Ava's two, and I'm sure there's like younger kids there just walking around aimlessly. It just really goes to show that. Uh, our generation should not be really having children. There's very few people in our generation that have should have children. There's a lot of kids that are, there's a lot of adults from our generation that shouldn't be alive. Like it's very lucky that it's very, it's very, we're very oh. lucky to have survived. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Not that you think they should die. Oh, maybe let's clarify. <laughs> yeah. Let's not clarify. 
Let's leave it as is. Well, so you're like uh, creeping on all these other parents to, uh, I guess, see how you're doing like in the world. I'm trying to improve my, my parenting game. So that, that kind of brings us to our topic of adulthood and making friends as an adult because you have the built-in creep factor of just watching other parents. I find that I can't have any kind of like normal re- or like interaction with other adults without it, it getting weird. And I'm pretty sure that's mostly my fault. <laughs> You're a weird person. Right. Because this whole... So Melissa was listening to last week's podcast and she was like, it was pretty funny how you described how there was this other guy in the building and how like you talk sometimes. And it was like very much like you would describe a girl that you're like have a crush on or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. And it was very... So this made me think of when we got our babysitter for Ava. That was also a very like weird interaction because it was one of her teachers at her daycare and somehow i think melissa saw it or i heard from somewhere that like ava took a liking to this one teacher and so when i went to go pick up ava i saw her and i was like hey so i heard from my wife that heard from somebody else that ava takes a liking to you (laughs) and i was like do you think you could babysit for her sometimes and she's like oh yeah sure and i was like okay, awesome. Um, so how would we do this? And then she was like, Oh, let me write my phone number on a thing for you. And I'm like, Oh, this is like super weird. You should have just been like, Hey, Hey lady, can I get your number? Right. And it's like super, it's super strange. And then after that, I told Melissa that I would never text her and that it was up to her to initiate any kind of babysitting duty. Oh man. You need like a chaperone everywhere you go. You need like, you need the Mike Pence, uh, (laughs) Mike Pence method. Well, You're not allowed to talk to women without your wife. It's not that it's weird. I'm not saying that you would do anything, but you're so awkward right. that. <laughs> yeah, but so it, that kind of worked out, but it was very strange. Yeah, it sounds weird. I would just post on the internet. Anyone want to watch my kid? Speaking of the Mike Pence recording <laughs> thing, did I send you that video yeah. of that kid crawling underneath the bathroom stall door? I don't think so, but I think now we should do five minutes every podcast describing a video for people. So go ahead. This is we need a we need a soundtrack for this theme song. I mean, you can probably just Google it. It's like a little boy crawling underneath bathroom stall door. Some yeah. guy was like taking a dump in a Chick Fil A bathroom, <laughs> and the video. <laughs> And there's like an, an overlay text of like someone needs to get come get their kid. And so this guy's So the guy was taking a video while he was pooping. So this video starts like mid conversation. So I think he had the wherewithal to turn it on because okay. this kid that was probably five or six years old like was on the floor talking to him through the, the stall. He was like inside of a stall and he was this kid was like lying down on his stomach, like talking to him, being like, Hey, can someone come pick me up and so I can wash my hands? And the guy on the toilet <laughs> The guy on the toilet was like half laughing and he was like, oh, sorry man, I can't help you. I think your mom's outside. And then the kid crawls underneath the door and like is standing inside of the stall. <laughs> This is so good. Right. And every now and again, like the guy recording will like kind of drop the camera to show that he's like on the toilet, like his pants are down and he's sitting down and he's like staying very like, like calm about it. And he was like, he's like, nah, bro, I can't help you. Like, I think your mom's outside though. 
And then the kid's like, okay. And he starts to unlock the door from the inside to walk out. <laughs> and the guy that's recording is like, no, 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 don't do that. And then he's like, oh, wait, okay, fine. Yeah, leave. And then as the kid's leaving, he was like, <laughs> the kid, as he's leaving, he's like, yeah, you just got to lock it. <laughs> he's like, okay, thanks, bro. And then that's the end of the video. I feel like that guy has to be a father. Who wouldn't freak out? Who would just like accept that? I'm watching it. He right sounds now. like a very young dude because he kept calling that. Yeah, someone come get their kids. Yeah, like because he keeps calling that little kid a bro. This is hilarious. <laughs> so everyone, go Google this. Uh, and this has been another episode of Morris describes a meme video. <laughs> I already showed two of the two of our listeners, so the other four oh, need to no, get on it. Right. All right, Carlos, go watch this. The real question is, why does ESPN want that video? Why do they want it? So I saw it on Deadspin, and the person that recorded it essentially told Deadspin that ESPN had contacted them about using the video. And then Deadspin was like, this is a really funny video, but what the hell does ESPN want to do with it? That's really crazy. Does ESPN do those kind of videos? I don't know. Uh, I think they do, man. They'll like make this an ad. <laughs> like one of one of those this is this is Sports Center. I don't know, man. I can't I can't think of an example right now. But they do a lot of weird things for their advertising. Yeah, but that was the that was why I saw that that video. That's a fresh meme right there. It is. That was from six days ago. Right. So anyways, back to the the whole awkwardness of me dealing with people. <laughs> I mean, that would be a really weird interaction for me to have with anybody in a, in a public bathroom. Right. Well, I, I refuse to use public bathrooms, so that will never happen to me. Um, but next time I know you're in a public bathroom, I'm going to send someone crawl under your door. It's going to be like a 40-year-old man, though. The first time, the first second of me watching that video, I was like, oh, my God, that kid's lying on the floor and he's touching it. And then soon after that, I started laughing because of that kid. Yeah, there's a lot of germs in that video. Yeah. It's really gross. I don't know if I've ever been in a Chick-fil-A, but I imagine they're like the other fast food restaurant and really gross. Yeah, I don't think the most, I don't think the cleanest people would probably visit those places. <laughs> it sounded like that guy was a worker too. He may have been. So that's what's happening right before you get your chicken strips. I hope he washed his hands. Well, I think he, he's probably, yeah. <laughs> The kid knew to wash his hands, so hopefully he taught the adult. The, the kid might not have ever gone to wash his hands. There was no one to hold him. That's true. <laughs> that actually, that brings up a good side topic because that's what this podcast is, is side topics. Um, what do you do when it's you and Ava and you like go to somewhere where she has to go to the bathroom since uh, like opposite gender right. issues she would have to come in with me we haven't done this before but she would have to come into me come into the bathroom with me with into the male the men's bathroom so <laughs> that mom should have taken the boy into the girl's bathroom yes. if a kid is like okay. under if a kid can't wash their own hands or like use the toilet on like own, if they need help. right they need to go yeah. into like whatever like bathroom adult their adult they're with should go into that's actually very logical. I'm actually very afraid of the day that I'm out with just Ava and I need to go to the bathroom because I don't know what I would do. She's never been in the bathroom while you were in the bathroom? Oh, um, only one. Like going to the bathroom? Only one time. And that was when she was still like, she was very tolerant of being inside of one of those like baby Bjorn things. And she was, and, and oh, she was yeah. asleep. 
And so I luckily all I had to do was use use the URL. So you had a kid <laughs> strapped to your chest while you were peeing. I feel like that's a that's a whole episode right there. <laughs> Actually, that so that's happened in a public bathroom before. And then this other horrible time was when we were in Hawaii. And oh man, I don't even know if I told Melissa this or not. <laughs> oh, hey Melissa. Uh, Here's a story for you. So in Hawaii, she would go for like in the morning, she would go for a run. And then like I would take Ava when she woke up and I would just strap her in and I would like walk, take a walk with her outside. And then at this point, like Melissa had already finished and she was showering and I had Ava strapped to my front and I had come in like maybe 10 minutes after she started showering and then I had to go to the bathroom. Um, but she was also sleeping. So I couldn't go into the bathroom cause the shower was too loud. And so I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so I grabbed like a glass and I went out to the balcony <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like, and I went in the cup and then that, and then uh-huh. that was gross because like the, I didn't get like a big enough cup. And so that oh my gosh. Like the cup overflowed and then all the while I had Ava strapped to my chest. And so then I think I held it or I think I finished like just on the side of the deck or something. I don't know what happened exactly. So then I ran back into the kitchen and poured it out into the sink and ran the water. Oh my God. <laughs> but then at some point, I, I don't think I told anybody. And then later on, like Melissa came back out and she was like, oh, like before we go, I just want to drink a water. And I was like, okay, just go get, I was like, go get a new glass. And she was like, no, why don't I just use this glass here? It's like, I probably used it before. It's fine. And I was like, no, you get a new glass. <laughs> you did all that without explaining why she needed a new yeah, glass. Yeah, she was like, why? And I was like, Until I was like, I don't know. Just get a new glass. <laughs> I can't even begin to like unravel this. First, it's, this is a movie scene right here. So it can go in our movie that we wrote together. I think I was more like I was freaked out on like a bunch of different levels. Like the whole fact that Ava was sleeping on my chest. And then also like the pee like must have hit my hand. And then I was like, oh man, now I can't. Now I have like only one hand that I can work with. And then also like. Yeah, luckily you're so scared of germs that. Yeah. I feel like you. It could have been a lot worse. It's possible. Right. It could have been a lot worse. But then also the cup overflowed. It was really weird. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that Disney resort, like, hopefully there were no cameras every, anywhere. <laughs> oh, we were going to get advertisement from Disney Resort. Just keep saying Disney Resort. Watch out for your glasses, Disney Resort. They might have pee in there. We're on the 17th floor. We should we should be all right. So you also rained pee down <laughs> 17 stories. The crazy thing is, is that me and, like, public peeing are, like, we're not strangers. You like to pee in public? Well, I run so much. I mean, that was the first time that I've done it in public with a baby strapped to my chest. But like when you run like, you know, 20 miles, you got to go at some point because you have to stay hydrated. But the water like that you drink has to go somewhere. Is there a rule and like a runner's rule about where you're allowed to do this? Um, I mean, there's like a law that says you shouldn't do it like very close to schools and playgrounds. <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to whip out your wiener in public at all, no matter where you are. I mean, I feel like if I'm in a wooded area or something like that, it's like all going into the ground anyways. Like animals pee everywhere. Do you live in a wooded area? No, but in Michigan, uh, Minnesota, we did. We were, it was close to a lot of like, we lived right near a creek and a river. So you peed in someone's water? I have peed. All the time? I've peed all over Boston, all over New York City, all over... That New York, that trail in in uh, Minnesota that we lived near, and I haven't done it very frequently in Michigan, 
but I also only ran here for like a couple of months. So that'll change once the weather gets warmer. I feel like there's this is this whole episode is just too much. <laughs> um, they have to. There's got to be like like rules within the running community. Yeah, I'm sure about what is okay. I'm sure there is, but I mean, if you gotta go, you gotta go. I'm not doing it on someone's lawn. What if if you were a woman? What would you do? You'd have to just squat somewhere. Really? I'm reading this blog <laughs> peeing while running. So I mean, it's a, it's a thing. Like, and I mean. A lot of runners have to poop while they run. Luckily, I haven't. I've seen the videos of the guy that pooped right. himself. It's hilarious. Speaking of, I have pooped on uh, Boston College campus many a times. Wait, what? <laughs> Not like outdoors. <laughs> I've like run into buildings, uh, use their bathroom. That is very different. Yeah, like when we used to, I used to run around the Boston College campus, and like I knew where the bathrooms were and where the good ones were, and so I would like if I had to go, I would run in and, and do my business and come right, right back out. Okay, hold on. So I'm reading this girl's blog, Stephanie's blog, and she runs like marathons. Right. But she says it's only happened once That's... in a race that she's going to stop. Okay, so a race is different because a race, you're being timed and there's a ton of porta potties beforehand. So for me, like before a race, I will have gone like four times. And so it's like usually not a problem. So why you should do that when you just go for a run? No, then? because races start on a set time. And so like I'll show up to a race like, 30 to 40 minutes before it starts and so there's a lot of standing around time where you can go but like in the mornings when i eat breakfast then i go to the bathroom and then you know, like drink a cup of water or something before you go it takes a, a while whereas you can just like you can just go like you're not on a clock or a time or anything like that okay i'm gonna read her guys guide top five ways on how to not lose a personal record doing during due to the need to pee stop drinking an hour before the race that's bs oh, that, okay this is number five four is forget what i just said at number five yeah see right before the race let yourself have one more swig of water it will keep you tied over three salt it up make sure to consume salty foods that will help you retain water and use the porta potty a lot before the race and if you have to just go in your pants that last one is definitely a podcast fact was for the race i can tell you this is just how i roll haha <laughs> <laughs> i am cool i pee my pants and i'm proud of it all right this clearly is a joke is this an article from the onion no it's from stephanie at blogspot.com so one time i had to go i call it a, we call it code brown and <laughs> it was for a half marathon which is 13.1 miles and after like the first mile like i felt like i had to go and like I kept, mm -hmm. I kept saying to myself, "All right, next porta potty I see, I'm gonna just stop and say screw it. I don't care about the time. I gotta go." The next mile would go by, and then I would see a porta potty, and I'd be like, ah, "I feel okay." And then as soon as I passed, I'd be like, "Shit, I should have stopped." And then this went on for another 13 miles. Eventually, like I finished, and when I went through the finish line, I like just kept running through the porta potty. <laughs> you actually ran like 10 extra miles. <laughs> You're like, I gotta go home. <laughs> longest race ever. i didn't stop and i just kept going usually right after the finish lines people are like handing out the medals and like the snacks and stuff and the drinks and i kept going i describe it this is the the worst way to describe it but imagine like a plastic bag that you filled up with like tomato sauce and you cut the bottom off <laughs> with a with a pair of scissors and that's what it was thanks thanks yeah it was pretty gross <laughs> thanks for that and the porta potty was also like very disgusting. Actually, uh, hold on to any porta potty stories <laughs> because that's going to be a whole podcast. 
And so this is why I am so weird when I'm interacting with other adults. <laughs> and this is why you don't have any friends. Right. So yeah, like, where did we leave off with that? Um, I, I had just introduced the topic and then you went on a 20 minute <laughs> uh, sidetrack. So. Um, what happened? We were supposed to go to a common work office space thing. Right. Right. This is, uh, this is your mandate. Oh yeah. 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 So this is, this was my mandate last week that we cheat. We were going to go. And then for some reason, like plans changed and he was like, Oh, my boss isn't showing up. So we can just go hang out somewhere. And so we ended up at a coffee shop nearby instead. And we chatted about his like side business that he has with Google ads or something. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. It was that guy that I was telling you about. And he was telling me about that for two hours. And we like basically sat in a coffee shop and then I think maybe sat at a table for like another hour and a half silently sitting in front of our computers. <laughs> Isn't that what I predicted it would be? Right. And I was, I was editing the podcast while I was sitting there. And then after that, we went and got lunch somewhere else. And then we went home and then that was it. And so when I explained, when I described that to Melissa, she was like, oh, so you went on a date basically. Yeah. It sounded like I've never personally used this maneuver, but Oh, hey, let's go to this party. Uh, a lot of people will be there. It'll be cool. And a lot of people, so you don't have to be scared of me. Then it just like dwindles down. It's like, actually, uh, there's actually this movie. So why don't the two of us just go to this movie instead? Oh, uh, I, I lost my uh, credit card. Why don't you just come to my house? You watch Netflix. I lost my pants. So what was also weird was that morning when Ava woke up, I went to go get her out of the crib and I was like, I started sniffing and I was like, what does that smell? And she had like pooped through her diaper like overnight. Oh. And so I was like, oh man. I'm like, like me. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be like, I'm going to be like late. And so I texted her and I was like, hey, I'm going to be running a little late. I have to do a little laundry because of this. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. Just, uh, just come up to my apartment when you're, when you're done. Uh, so, then I, uh, so then I went up there and like, so his mother also lives with him to help him take care of his daughter. And so she yeah. was there who I run into in the building quite often because I'm always in the kitchen, like the common area kitchen downstairs when I'm just like hanging out during the day. And she's like usually watching him. And before we were in, like before we were like formally introduced, I could just kind of like nod at her. But now like, because I've been in her apartment, we have to like chat all the time. Right. And so now yeah. I'm like, so now I'm like, oh, maybe I don't want to go down there anymore. Oh no. <laughs> because she's already, I, I think I've run into her like since that time that I was like there telling him we were ready to go. Like since that time she's asked me like what kind of Asian I was like at least four times. Which, which throws back to our, uh, Asians are racist right. uh, podcast. She and then she asked me like what Melissa was like and like asked specifically where from China she was from. Where is she? Where is uh, this old lady from? I don't know. I didn't ask. Usually, when I get asked, I answer and then I don't follow up and then it is like really jarring to them. Right, that's part of your awkwardness, I guess. I, I guess because I don't care and like I know that her son doesn't care because I have no idea what he's like what he is. Yeah. And he's never asked you. Right. It's just an old Asian person right. thing. Yeah. 
And then like, so now, so now because of that, I'm like always like, ah, maybe I don't want to go downstairs. But then also like when he passes through, he, he like feels like we got to chat for like 20 minutes. And then like, and then yesterday he was like, cause I run in the, the, the building's gym a lot. He came down and then he started running next to me and I'm like, ah, I hope we don't have to talk to each other while we're running. <laughs> oh yeah. Which we didn't. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So you went on a mandate. Right. Which turned into a real date <laughs> in which he tried to include you in his pyramid scheme. Right. No, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a legitimate like. business that they have. I think they make money from it. And I think they just need someone to like. They just need someone at the bottom of the pyramid. Right. Well, I don't have to pay anything. It would just be like free manual labor. <laughs> free manual labor. Yeah. Like, so let's save that for a minute. He, because we started okay. talking about that, he like gave me all of these things to like read to get up to speed, to get certified, to do this whole like Google ad thing. And so now I feel like I have, mm-hmm. I feel like I have homework from him that I've been putting off since last week because I just like haven't gotten around to it. You have so much free time. I know, man. but it's like, I am interested in doing it because I have literally nothing else to do, but also like. You know how, like, when someone tells you that you should do something, you kind of want to do it less. Right. And so that's kind of, like, how this is. He's not, like, a teacher. He's supposed to be, like, a buddy. Right. Exactly. But the other weird thing is that I feel like this is, like, a trend. In, like, the same week, someone has approached me to be a partner in something. And at first, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But then I realized this is just a way to not pay me. (laughs) Oh, so you're, uh, you'll get a penny for every dollar that you bring right. in because that was brought up for the barbecue place. Cause I chatted with the old owner and she was like, you know, if this ever comes up, like comes back again, I would be interested in working with you again. And I was like, oh yeah, it was, I really liked what I was doing before. And she was like, no, not as an employee, but as a partner. And I feel like that's just a, a different way of yeah. saying, how about you do some work for us and we won't pay you an hourly wage. You can be 50% owner of a, a place that exploits and murders animals. That sounds good. Uh, I mean, 50% is pretty high. Well, you have to invest half the money. Well, she needs half a million dollars. I think you. so. She was like, you know, I'm not financial partner, but like someone that basically puts in like, uh, like a time investment. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, the industry that I came up through is like notorious for abusing people with that kind of shit. So right. I'm super, I'm hyper aware of things like that happening now. So I don't want to give my time for <laughs> like anything. Right. I gave so much free time to people. Right. And like the, the whole idea of like your time is actually valuable. Like as you get older, you realize like how right. little time you actually have versus like when you're younger, you're like, yeah. mm, I can do this whenever. <laughs> Yeah, my time is very, uh, very spendy right now. It costs a lot to get my time. <laughs> right. Speaking of, <laughs> you haven't sent me that check for doing this podcast with you. Oh, I forgot to net it out to my, my time editing the podcast. Uh, I think with that, it uh, might be like a negative check. You owe me money. <laughs> uh, I never asked for this to be edited. <laughs> yeah anyways he was basically like you know we could be a partner in this and now i don't want to do it because it's like homework even though i know i should do it and it would be an interesting like it would be a a useful tool for me to like know how to do these things on my own even if i don't end up doing anything with his business 
Right. Um, yeah, it's, I wouldn't discourage it, but it reminds me of a time when I got really good at working on MySpace pages. <laughs> Brad and I were making, he was like designing and I was learning the coding of how to like totally change a MySpace page. It was really complex because of how poorly it was built. But, um, we watched like ringside as MySpace just died. Like we were working on all these bands, MySpace pages and they were like, um, actually we don't need that anymore. And then MySpace was gone like the next day. That was like partially the reason why MySpace, MySpace died, right? Because people were like overloading the pages with crap. I don't know. Carlos, uh, was working at MySpace at the time, one of our seven listeners. So, uh, he can shed some light on what was going wrong. <laughs> Besides them stealing contents, and I remember after like part. a couple of years, like every single person's MySpace page like had like like moving gifs as backgrounds everywhere, right. and like everything twinkled, and like the the list people's lists of interests was like five pages long. Yeah. So I mean, it was all. It was all done through CSS, so that's not like burdensome. It's well, I guess they were loading all the stupid images, but that was MySpace fault for allowing. I mean, that. I just didn't want to look at it. No, there wasn't even hosting them with them. No, I don't think. I don't think that was the I, issue. I like didn't even want to look at it, like from an aesthetic viewpoint. Like I just don't want to see the different kinds of people's pages. Yeah, well, man, it was really cool for bands, and that's kind of what MySpace tried to stick around to help, but. It failed. Is it, is it, it's still around, no? It's still a thing, yeah. Um, so anyways, back to the, uh, the mandate. He, but, Yeah, so I don't think that that's going to happen to Google AdWords, but it, it feels like that when you're, you're like, oh, i got to learn this new technology. It's going to be difficult, and it's going to change all tomorrow. <laughs> it's a very weird system because he showed it to me, and it involves bidding on keywords, like different keywords have more value than others and it's like an auction system. And so then he also shared with me that like, if you, you know how like when you do a Google search and like the first couple are ads and they're sponsored, every yeah. time you click on those, the company actually has to pay Google for that. So if you don't like a company, you could just click on it over and over. It would cost them money. That actually happens in industries <laughs> where they just set up bots to sabotage the competitor. Uh, yeah. Why would, why? um, so, I mean, I get ads for companies that use the company I work for, you know, just because I'm always searching for those, those keywords. So I see like hundreds of ads about plastic surgery, which I don't need, but why wouldn't you just click on it? Cause you know, it's going to cost them like, and it's the same thing with Facebook too. It's the same structure. Right. So yeah, I don't know exactly where this is going to go and if I'm ever going to get certified. I, instead of doing that, you should start a company that just go like legit, no bots. You just hire a person to go click on competitor ads <laughs> and just put them out of business. <laughs> yeah. Well, usually there is. It'll be like I. Well, I did more Facebook stuff, but you can be like, okay, I'll spend ten dollars today, and then your ad shuts off after ten dollars. Oh, I'm sure they also have that. They probably have a spending yeah. limit. I mean, their biz- yeah. their their business model is they don't spend any of their own money. It's convincing these other companies that they should right. improve their social presence game, and they'll implement right. some kind of game plan for them. It's all a scam. And so, I mean, there's no capital on their part. I think it's like more so 
the time spent on researching what are the, the, the good keywords to use and to spend money on, basically. Well, they have to pay you to manage it, though. That's all you're doing right. is managing it. And you just have like this like flat consulting fee, which would be like a pretty good racket if you were good at it. But, I mean, he's like enlisting me, who has no background in it at all. I mean, how good? You just, you need a good salesman. This is reminding me too much of my day job. This is awful. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. All right, well. It's all a scam. Don't fall for it, anybody. But if you can make money doing it, do it. Um, I don't know. He's he's a good dude. I just don't know if this part of the 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 working relationship is going to proceed outside outside of us like talking about our jobs as fathers, which is which right. is fine as well. Which is kind of what I was expecting. We'll learn how to do it just so you have a new skill. Right. This has turned out to be more positive than my previous. Uh, mandate experience in Minnesota last year where so this was like more organic where I like just kind of ran into him and we started talking but at the last hospital that um, Melissa worked at in Minnesota they actually had a like a, a spouse of employees program because it was such like a mm -hmm. small city that they knew that like very few people lived in the area and like more people were traveling in from other places. And so they set up this thing. Like if you're new to the area, you can come and like basically be set up with another adult friend. Interesting. Yeah. And, and so you did that. Yes. And they set me up with another Asian and I don't know why. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. It was because first of all, like mo like mainly doctors like are men, right? Like I'd say like a majority of them are, but then there's like, I'd say like 30% of them are women or maybe 40%. <laughs> um, but there were like barely any Asians. It was like mainly white people. And like, it was me and this dude and he was paired up as my buddy. And we had nothing in common, which was the most annoying part because I had to fill out this like long questionnaire about what my interests were. And he was this. And they didn't even use them. Right. They didn't use them because I think they were like, Oh, these two are Asian. So let's let them be friends. And he was like, awesome. he was like super like, first of all, he brought his, his buddy along who was also worse than he was. His name was Grail and he was like a super white dude from Arizona. And, <laughs> and I don't know what they talked about. At some point they kept talking about settlers of Catan. And I was like, oh yeah, man. I was yeah. like, ah, I, I tried to play that once, but I'm not really into it. And then like, I think, I feel like at that point Grail like shut off and he was like, oh man, I don't want to know this guy. Wow. And then the Asian dude was like super weird. And I don't think we ever hung out again after that. But like he would randomly text me. And then that was like the relationship. That's very awkward. Yeah. And then also after I had left, because I was only there for a year, I think he was there for like five years. He texted me when the Patriots won the Super Bowl, like, I don't know, like four months or six months later. And was like, he's like, oh, congrats, because he knew I was a Patriots fan. I was like, okay, thanks. Which is weird when you congratulate a fan like I did anything to win a Super Bowl. But I was like, right. yeah, that's that was a great game or whatever. And he was like, by the way, sorry we didn't hang out more. And I was like, yeah. Wow. And I was like, this is super weird because neither of us made any efforts <laughs> at all to hang out. And it was very obvious that like we just were not like compatible. You were both Asian. So. Right. I, like I hung out with other people from that group like separately to play poker and stuff like that but that was like that was only like three times or something like that well send him my way i i need a board game friend <laughs> he's super or wait it was he's super weird you wouldn't like him 
Like he give them away then. Like we met the first time that we hung out, and the first and only time we went to this like kind of bar slash food. Like I don't know. I, I guess a gastro pub, and he ordered a white sauce pizza, which right off the bat, like I was like, oh man, this guy is not even ordering a real pizza. And then, okay. and then, and then the waitress asked his friend what he wanted to drink, and his friend was like, oh. I want a beer, but I want it to be really sweet. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, do you want a Mountain Dew? Because that's what you want. <laughs> and I don't even know what they brought him, but it didn't look like beer. I, as someone that likes uh, sweet beers, I can't, I can't get on him for this. But, <laughs> but since you like water, both of our tastes in beers is awful. <laughs> but then he also got, it was funny because he was like that dude, that dude Grail from Arizona was like, I think six foot five and like 200 pounds, 250 pounds. He was like a big dude. So both me and the other Asian dude, we got pizzas. And when he finished his pizza, he like had like a pile of crust, like that he didn't eat. And I was like, oh, that's, I hate when people do that. But then the big dude from Arizona, he got a salad. And, I, and then he didn't even finish it. And I was like, man, did you even want that? Like, why did you get a salad? Like, you're not a salad guy. Maybe he's a vegetarian. He wasn't. You don't, you don't get this. You don't get That's to be weird. six, five and 250 pounds being a vegetarian. <laughs> I guess I'm not six, five. <laughs> no, you're not. You're six feet two. Um, so you've tried to make friends twice in the past. How many years? That was, that was it. Those that were two times. That's three years or like two years uh, worth of time. Two and a half. No, so the barbecue job was also half an attempt at making friends. Right, because I was gonna say you have to go outside to make friends usually. Yeah, and that was an attempt at making friends. And the manager was a really cool guy, but I think he has his own life and he lives kind of far away. And then the other guy that was very similar to my age and also had a kid was also potentially a heroin user. So I'm not sure. He seemed like a, he seemed like a really cool guy when he wasn't in withdrawal. Hmm. Yeah. And then there was another guy that coached track at the university, but he was like super loner and potentially was like a guy that would like shoot up the school if provoked. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Which I've hung out with him a couple right, I've, no. I've hung out with him a couple of times since that job ended. Well, We'll ask our, uh, all our listeners to give you some suggestions, but here we go. Meetup.com, Ann Arbor, right? Ann Arbor, Michigan. Right. Here's a look at some Magic the Gathering meetups happening near Ann Arbor. So I actually have the app on my phone, and I'm a part of a running club that I have yet to go to, but I will at some point when the weather gets nicer. No, you got to get Magic people. <laughs> you got to start. You got to meet some Magic the Gathering players. What it's all about. I mean, some really nerdy people. Yeah. Oddly enough, the guy Grail from Arizona knew what Hearthstone was on my phone because when I went to go check my phone for something, he saw the icon on it. I was like, oh, you play Hearthstone. And I was like, oh, you looked at my phone, you weirdo. It's <laughs> pretty rude. I didn't say that. Um, at the shop, the magic shop I work, the card shop I work yeah. at um, on April 26th, you can come to a, a meetup. It's a, we're doing, uh, it's like someone outside came and just is using our space, but they're like having a speed dating thing. <laughs> we just set out board games, I assume. And you like sit at a table with two, like two people from each sex, from each gender. 
and you're supposed to that's how you're supposed to find the love of your life is it really a speed dating thing or is it speed friending thing um i they they're advertising it as speed dating i forgot it's called like one up speed dating or something but um apparently not many females have signed up yet (laughs) this is going to turn out to be like one giant like it's gonna set up a lot of like threesome groups oh that works too good for them that's what's going to happen (laughs) it's a bunch of nerds (laughs) having like orgies everywhere in arizona probably not arizona maybe they'll drive down to arizona yeah not oh maybe in in las vegas (laughs) las vegas arizona yeah it's basically the same thing well, so you need to set something up, man. Just uh, just go to your nerd shop, make some friends. They're very awkward, and they need friends as well. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this will not happen. <laughs> okay, here's why. So you need to have someone that's more awkward than you to make me feel better, so that you're like the normal guy, and like right. you're um, you're the one with the ideas, and like someone follows you. <laughs> As opposed to you getting asked out to go to work like 45 minutes away. I feel like my friendship with this guy will continue for better or for worse. Like either it will be more normal or I will just have lots and lots of material for the podcast. What are you looking for in your uh, your uh, same-sex uh, life partner? Uh, I want someone to be able to walk the beaches with hold hands okay i'm not looking for anything okay. I, I i'm i think last year proved to me that i'm perfectly capable of staying at home and being best buds with ava yeah yeah but what about when she's when she's like off in school what do you what do you mean she's never going you're gonna be so lonely huh she's never going to school oh, okay she's just gonna be your buddy <laughs> yeah. i mean this is what the internet is for this is what like this is what texting is for wait what is it for to, to be a loner at home yeah no at some point i feel like yeah. i will i will get a like another normal job and then that is how i'll get my daily social interactions out of the way right that's the other the other way to make friends is to just be stuck in the same place for eight hours a day right until you're put up with them right and then it's like one of those things where you're just you're you're there and you're with the same person over and over again and you are forced to be friends whether you like it or not when you also share the same misery so right it makes sense i mean i think since college i think the only friends that i have are either through work or like through melissa like her from her sets of friends right yeah i don't think i've organically had made any friends outside of those two things Well, all the listeners need to put a comment on this podcast on our Twitter. with suggestions on how we, we can make a friend. We need to utilize the Twitter. I already forgot that we set up a Twitter. I don't have enough. Uh, I forgot what it was. How do we get here, PC? Have you been posting on it? I set up that poll. Are we supposed to eat steak? Yeah. It's winning. One vote. Yep. All Medium right. rare. You're the only follower. <laughs> and you tweeted and then answered your own Maybe that's why you don't have friends. <laughs> it's very possible. Your Twitter now is extra time PK. Right. It's a, I'm guessing that's penalty. Yeah. Because. Right. And it's mostly about how much you hate the train in Boston. Right. I use it to attack corporations and to complain to them. <laughs> it's very useful. Have you ever gotten anything out of it? Yeah. I have gotten um, airplane like credits 
Delta is very, very nice. Delta is very active on Twitter. Very way easier to deal with them through Twitter than it is their eight hundred number. And they just hand out like free stuff. No, if your if your flight is delayed by more than like two hours or something like that, you can tweet them and be like, "Hey, what the hell." And they'll direct message you. They'll, they'll, they'll slide into your DMs and they'll be like, sorry about that. Like, here's a credit. And then you can negotiate through the DMs. They'll be like, here's a $200 credit. Mm. And then one time I was like, I was like, 200 isn't enough. Like, we have to change a whole bunch of, and they upped it to like 300 per person. Wow. That's a good deal. Um, what, what was this about? Uh, hashtag amx five guys oh i think that was just to get like a credit for so like american express cards if you associate your twitter account with your credit card um they have these kinds Mm -hmm. of deals where you can sign up through twitter and so if you if you go to five guys or whatever and you use your amex they'll give you a five dollar credit on your next credit card bill they also have small business weekend where if you use your amex they'll give you back some money Every time you spend money, a small oh, business. Yeah. I do have an Amex now, that, uh, and I have seen that. But also, um, oh no, never mind. That's T-Mobile. That's not a credit card. <laughs> yeah, because I got free MLB.TV from T-Mobile. Right. And in your Amex card, if you check your credit card statement online, they have like this the section yep. that they don't talk about that a lot of people don't know about. You scroll down a little bit further, they have like a whole list of all these different um, like promotions through different websites. So like mm-hmm. say you needed flowers.com and it was like one of the promotions. Usually it's like spend $50 at flower.com and you'll get $25 off. And it just gets applied to your credit card statement. And so you pay $50 to hmm. flowers.com and then you check your statement and it's like minus 25 from Amex. Wow. Um, so right now I'm in my account, there's 81 of these, right. uh, offer. Do you just go and click add to no. all of them just in case you, use I, I look oh, at them okay. to see if it's something that I might actually use. Well, you, you with infinite amount of time during the day <laughs> can go through these 81 offers to see. They change like once every like two months. This one expires in four days. Listen, I have no oh, friends. Right. This is what I need to do. I have no friends and I have no job. This is this is all I have. <laughs> have you finished your taxes? Um, did you make any money last year? I did. I made $2,000, less than $2,000 from the barbecue job. So you had to do taxes? Yes. Because if you use H&R Block, you can get $10 back <laughs> with your MX. Oh, Nice. See, like we're passing the savings on. So at some point we can be like, oh, log into this website and use the co- promo code. How do we get here? Right. For 10% off. Yeah. I think they would do that for us now because who cares? It's a couple of letters. Type in poop now. That's what it'll have to be. And they just give that to everybody that asks for it. Right. They're like, yeah, just put in poop and it'll, and you can pretend like it's yours. Right. You have 11 more days to file your taxes. And if you do it through H&R Block, enter promo code, code Brown, and get 10% off your taxes. <laughs> yep. Or actually get 2% off your taxes. 2%. You know, like number two. Oh, I get it. <laughs> All right. This, this podcast went on way too long. All right. Do you, do you have your Joey Chaos quote? I do. Let's do it. All right. Go for it. Uh, in the mortal words of Joe Chaos... Wait, ah, I use some of these. I need to. Oh no, I use that one. 
I was going to reuse them, but I don't want to reuse the same one and back to back, but I think I'm good. In the immortal words of Joe chaos, if some ass clown decides to play dress up with a hair straightener and a leather jacket, that's just great. Wow. Well, follow us on Twitter at how do we get here PC. Also rate and subscribe on iTunes and eventually we will get on Google play. We got our first review. Check that out too. Yeah. This is a pretty, pretty awesome review. It's going to get taken down. Welcome back. I don't even know the teams that are playing yet. I don't know what ending it is because the screen hasn't shown it. Is it the top of the seventh? I don't know. Welcome back to the top of the seventh. We got blue versus gray. Canadian blue versus American gray. The Canadian blue pitcher is Asian. Got Morris's brother on the mound. I'll tell you his number. Number 22, Morris's brother. Pitch is fouled off by number seven on the American Gray team. The outfielder for the, the Canadian team looks really confused. Yeah, what's he doing out there? Uh, the the windup and the pitch. Oh, low and outside. One and one is the count. Top of the seventh. Tide game. If you're just joining us, we're just joining as well. So swing and a miss. We don't know what's happened. That was very outside. What was the guy thinking? I believe that was a slider, a slide piece by uh, Morris's brother. <laughs> Taps his hat helmet. And the pitch. Oh, it's a line drive to shortstop. Canadian shortstop gets him out. He looks first. safe to me. All right, let's look at let's look at a replay of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He looked safe to me when that ball when when the ball went into the first player first baseman's glove. He was already past first base. Well, let's back it up. Can we get that in the... Nope. the no? Well, no? All right, <laughs> next pitch. Strike one to number 15 on the American Grey team. He was uh, hit in the face last at bat. That was, that was quite the, the wind-up there from number 22. Number uh, Morris's brother, uh, he, he came... I'm guessing he's. Uh, ooh, another strike! Swinging he strike. He looks like the the pitcher for the Canadian team looks like he's throwing it really hard, but he's only throwing it in the low nineties. Yeah, I mean, he he also looks like a tiny person, so it's probably a lot of effort to get it up there. Oh, it's a line drive over the shortstop's head uh, to the left fielder. It's a single by fifteen. Gray. That was, that gray was 15. solid contact. Oh. Uh, yeah, that was a rip. Uh, Morris's brother cried a little bit. That was a valiant effort by the shortstop. Mm-hmm. He went. Yeah! Wow! Look at that. That's a that's a good. Uh, people watching at home, check that out. If you uh, jump and spread your legs really wide, it looks like you're jumping way higher than you actually he went are. Full spread eagle there. He did. <laughs> he was actually uh, strike one to number ten on the great team. He was actually only like two inches off the ground, but he was doing the split, so it looked like 
three feet. He should have thrown the glove at the ball. Good move. What I was going to say about 22 of the Canadian team was that I feel like uh, he might have pitched in a, a overseas league because of his yes. weird motion. If you look at him, you know how those fellas after weird the motion through his arms and his legs go flailing in all directions. Yeah, I, I, I've decided as a, a one pitch as a swinging strike. Um, if I was going to pitch, I would like scream every pitch. <laughs> like a tennis player. Just try to scare them. Yeah, basically. I think that's a good move. From the windup, Morris's brother. Let's bring the heat. High heat right past him. Right past 10 of the great team for a strike what three. What a loser. He didn't even come close to hitting that. Well, he, he peaked in high school, so. I mean, he, that's how you make it to the main. You peak I in got high a nice school. breeze from that. That swing and a miss. <laughs> the game's in uh, yeah, Canada, in, I believe. Yeah, it's in Toronto. Oh, it's like a three hour well, drive away. Right. Oh. I don't know what Toronto is, but the Canadian team <laughs> is blue. <laughs> All right. Next header's up. First pitch strike. Oh, this guy is fooling him good. Um, number 26, the gray team. He was also hit in the face. Last at bat. Dang. <laughs> Morse's brothers hit a lot of people in the face. Look at how that uh, catcher stares at the batter before he Look at that blonde pitch. lady sitting next. Like look at that blonde lady pitcher. sitting next to that woman in the oh. maroon shirt in the in the stands. Nope. She's not paying attention at all. She's gonna get a fake hit by a line drive. She's gonna get so scared. The count's one and one. We're in the top of the seventh. Runner on first base, taking about eleven foot lead. I think they're gonna pick him off right here. pitch foul ball that was very low that was gonna hit the ground he shouldn't if he have swung at it. at it what a dumbass yeah <laughs> i think this pitcher is a relief pitcher if i'm not mistaken so i don't know maybe he wasn't the one hitting all these guys he in looks the face like earlier. He's, he's about to get tired he's gonna get this yanked is... after this uh guy's gonna hit a jack oh. he's gonna He's going to resign in shame. Ooh, very high. Yeah, he's losing right control there. Uh, it's a 2-2 two, two, two count. I have 14 pitches. He, uh, he he's is just fatigued. He's tired. Right, I'm drinking a whiskey, so if anyone wants to join me. Oh. Lead off a of first. Good lead. Oh. He stays alive. Now the great team's the manager pitch. is going, going nuts with the hand signals. Oh, that, that guy used to uh, manage the Cubs. Now, now the Canadian. or coached. He's the guy that unceremoniously got like just jacked or he got left behind. He was in the middle of his contract and the Cubs were like, bye. Oh, by the way, I only know things about the Cubs. Now, the pitch and strikeout. Morris's brother. That was a pretty good outing. With another strikeout. 
Yeah, good job, Morris's brother. Bottom of the seventh, zero outs. Count is 0-1, tied score at 3-3 oh, say... between... <laughs> what? Try to say this guy's name. <laughs> That's not a name. Sorry. Go ahead. So number, number 43 in the Chicago team deals a strike. Count is 0-2. Uh, this batter is... Oh, I'm actually... I'm going to look up stuff. Number 43 on the Chicago team, taking a deep breath, winding up. And another swing and a miss. Struck him out. Number 61 on the blue team. Wow, he's getting sent to the minors tomorrow. That's well, it's a way Maybe to go. pronounce his name, so they'll just like, bye. Let's take a look at the Super Slow Mo brought to you by Galaxy S9, the camera reimagined. <laughs> Oh, we have to pay for that now. Um, to uh, do some color. Oh my goodness! So, see, this is why auto playing ads are getting blocked by Google. Um, the last hitter was the uh, first Amer- African-born player to reach the majors, and now he's going back to the minors. Uh, welcome. I shouldn't have made fun of his name. Sorry, fella. Count is one and one. Bottom of the seventh, one out. Number 43, Pedros. And it is a swinging foul. We can't pronounce the uh, pitcher's name anyway. Also, that's a ridiculous name. Let's take a look um, at there's also number 24, yeah, scratching his crotch. Yeah, that's good stuff. There's, there's a guy on the Marlins team. His name is Bear Claw. It's a pretty cool name. Ooh, Guy's high and inside. He's probably trying to pay him back for all the uh, guys that Morris's brother hit in the face earlier. Count is two and two. All right, pitcher getting his feet ready with his new balance cleats. Didn't know they made them. Oh, in the in the dirt. <laughs> um. New Balance, the CEO of New Balance, I believe, came out in support of Trump when he was elected. So, buy New Balance with uh, the most utmost caution. <laughs> oh, I don't know what that noise was about. Oh, practice swing. The batter calls timeout. Takes about three steps out of the box. Steps back in. Good, good pace of play there. Oh, pitches another. This guy's going to swing about uh, 27,000 times throughout the season. So make sure to get all those extra swings in between bat, at, like pitches. It's very important. Oh, still. Also, looked like he almost hit the uh, ball boy with his unnecessary practice swing. There you go. Full count. One out. Bottom of the seventh. Number 43 deals. Oh. oh. Bouncer to the third baseman and easily thrown out. Oh, that guy's got some sweet glasses. Number 43 is not impressed. (laughs) No, he wasn't. He was like, take those stupid glasses off. They're stupid. Number 52 for the Canadian blue team warms up. Backup catcher. You see that old man in catcher's gear behind him? (laughs) Yeah, he was spread eagle. Yep. Uh, uh, Basically, everyone in the bullpen just wears catcher's gear the whole time. It's very interesting. Oh. What's Ooh, happening the, here? The old Cubs coach is coming out, it looks like. 
We got a mound visit. Gotta get the entire infield in there. Oh. Yeah. Pulling the rope on number uh -oh. 43. Uh oh. Canadian, the, uh... Canadian batter getting a talking to from the umpire. Yeah. The Canadian Mohawk punk. So keep going in your commercial pro break. Yeah, I just wanted to talk a little bit about uh, cricket <laughs> and how. Oh, there was a huge, uh, huge controversy in cricket recently. Did you read about nope. that? There was some uh, ball tampering. How? Oh, you need to get the horns ready. Get the uh, <laughs> the podcast facts <laughs> horns ready because I'm making this shit up. Tell me about this story. I, basically, we both get all all our sports news from Deadspin, so it's tell me not very. Accurate. Tell me the story. Um, there was there was some uh, they they went into a, a lot of detail about uh, the like physics of throwing a cricket uh, ball. Um, so the way that they were like fucking up the ball. They were explaining how. Oh, there's so many. Oh, we're back. Never mind. <laughs> Cricket's huge in India. We're back. Showing clips of the Canadian baseball team looking disappointed and happy and giving high fives. Yeah, that guy had just knocked in a run and then he looked like his cat died. Number 65. Oh, I've heard of this. Guy. The Chicago Gray team warming up has a 1 0. Win-loss record, 2.31 ERA, over 11.2 innings. Is this real? No. This is, uh, that was 2017 stats. I was like, he's already thrown 11. It also said CWS, which looks like College World Series, so maybe he was in college that's last not, year. That's not what that stands for. Oh. That stands for Chicago team of team name seems like a lot of extra letters that don't exist in those words it's got a weird, weird Ooh, oh. that's low and he got the blue team batter to swing and miss uh the uh canadian blue batter right now has one of probably probably the top 10 haircuts in the league it's too bad that that batter's helmet is blocking it yeah, that's the thing. They spend so much time getting stupid haircuts and nobody gets to see them because they were hacked. 65 throws another high and away strike with his weird delivery. Yeah, it looks like he's going to throw it into the first base dugout, actually. It actually looks like, it's probably right before push. he lets go of it, it looks like he's holding it up in the air and he says, look at this, I'm about to throw this to you. Yeah, he pulls out... Uh, Pulls out the ball from his glove really strangely. Right, 0-2 count, two outs, bottom of the seventh. The wind-up. Call it the statue of Liberty. And... Oh, he just smacked his glove so hard. Pop up to the center fielder. Easy third out, end of the seventh. Tie game. Mr. Uh, the pitcher was so... Oh, he's still so angry. Oh, man. He's slapping other, other people's hands. I think he thought it was a home run, and then it was just a long, what an idiot. Ball. 